welcome to the Health and Wellness Connection TV show. I'm your host, Dr. Barry Iruke, and I'm here to hopefully bring you some education and informative information regarding the health and wellness space today. Again, uh, we're here broadcasting live from Afro Vibes Television, located in Houston, Texas. So I want to thank you guys again for joining us for another week. And we've seen the numbers and our viewership is growing. Um, hopefully you've been downloading the app that we've been uh, talking about lately, the uh, new Afro Vibes Television app. You can download it right now, this minute. In fact, stop what you're doing and get your phones out. Go to the Google Play Store or the Apple Store, the App Store, and download the app on your phone immediately. You can watch yours truly on there, uh, what we broadcast, as well as all the other awesome programs we have on Afro Vibes Television. So please, guys, don't hesitate again to check us out wherever you will like, be it the website, the Roku channel, and very soon the Amazon channel, and of course, the app on the Afro Vibes television. So again, thanks for joining us today for another episode. We're going to talk about some things that, of course, have been in the news. And of course, coronavirus is still a thing, as we say. The good news is that the numbers are decreasing, guys. We're going and we're heading toward the end of this pandemic. A lot of murmurs on the horizon as far as potentially opening up the uh, society, given some of the great numbers we're seeing as far as reductions in coronavirus ca coronavirus cases. So the top five, of course, we'll usually go through every show and uh, things, of course, have really have have not really changed a whole lot. The United States is still the number one country, and that is about um, twelve hundred cases uh, of twelve hundred deaths per day, averaging about fifty two thousand new cases per day. So, yes, United States is still um, number one. However, the numbers are coming down in the United States and many are attributing that to uh, the uh, vaccine penetration uh, continuing to improve throughout the country. So we're going to keep following those numbers as well and seeing how those numbers pr continue to progress. India is the number two country on the list. They're averaging about 15,000 new cases per day and about a 100 deaths. So they're also heading downward as well but still a significant number of cases, um, given, of course, the numbers we just reported. Brazil is number three, about 34,000 new cases per day. Uh, it's about 700 deaths, so they're kind of still middling along, uh, still having a significant amount of deaths, but definitely uh, moving in the right direction. Russia, number four, about 11,000 new cases per day, and about 380 deaths. So they also are going through it, and they're also heading downwards as well. So I think, uh, and, and last but not least, we have the UK at number five, 6,000 cases per day, about 140 deaths. So again, definitely the numbers are still there, still significant, but definitely lower than they have been previously. So that definitely bodes well to the overall pandemic as a whole. Now, as a result of uh, you know these improving numbers, many municipalities and different countries have discussed the um, you know plan for reopening, and uh, there's been a lot of phased kind of um, you know ideas regarding reopening, and uh, that's being done you know at various cities like we said all across the nation. Uh, United States, I'm sorry, for United States, for example, California, which has kind of led the nation as far as restrictions. They were one of the first states to really impose mandatory restrictions, especially when it came to reporting and traveling and quarantining and so forth. Um, they have, uh, you know, recently started to even discuss the possibility of, you know, relaxing those dining restrictions. Like I remember in, Cal in Los Angeles, for instance, it was essentially illegal to have a, a dining indoors. You had to be outdoors. Then it was completely banned altogether, especially during the very, very high periods of, of the uh, Christmas season. Um, but they're now looking at reopening and allowing uh, for relaxed dining uh, regulations. 
other municipalities and states all across the country as well are also looking at doing similar uh, relaxing of the uh, regulations. Uh, many people have been complaining due to the economic issues that have resulted from these regulations and have caused many businesses to shut down. So um, it's been believed that the relaxation of the uh, regulations are partly in due to both the increasing numbers, or sorry, decreasing new cases, as well as some of the economic numbers that have been shown, uh, some of the economic impact that this pandemic and the regulations associated with it have caused. So we're going to keep following that, obviously. Um, but yes, it definitely seems like we are starting to open up. Uh, large events are starting to actually also be approved for the summertime. So not just yet, but you will start hearing about more events occurring during uh, the summertime when it's believed that there'll be enough um, immunity um, both from herd immunity as well as vaccinations of the citizens to allow for, you know, large open uh, um, events. And it should hopefully not allow for a significant increase in numbers going forward. So, of course, we're going to keep following that. And we'll definitely let you know if anything changes in that as far as other potential new regulations that might be imposed. So new warnings are being put out today regarding the latest and greatest device, the iPhone 12. It's believed that uh, concerns are arising that the iPhone 12 could be an issue in patients that have implantable cardiac devices. New cardiologists at Henry Ford, or Henry Ford cardiologists, I should say, have been doing some research and they found that the magnetic array that's found in these newest iPhone uh, modules may have magnets that are more powerful or powerful enough, I should say, to potentially deactivate cardiac devices. Now, as a medical health professional, I can tell you that uh, one thing that we know about implantable cardiac devices like pacemakers and defibrillators is that a lot of times they're actually programmed to be deactivated when brought to a strong magnet. Now, this is actually done as a fail-safe in case the tool is not you know, operating correctly. For instance, let's say sometimes a defibrillator may start to misfire or shoot electricity into the heart at an erratic rate, which will need for it to be deactivated for it to work properly. So a lot of times, especially as an emergency care professional, um, people like myself will potentially purposely put a magnet on these devices to actually deactivate them so they can stop working, especially this is commonly done when they're malfunctioning. Now, unfortunately, the iPhone has a strong enough magnet when if it's placed near the shirt pocket or a purse or something that's near the chest of someone who has an implantable device, there's a strong possibility that the device can be deactivated accidentally by the iPhone. So, of course, if you're someone who has a heart condition and you didn't, you know, you need the pacemaker to pump to make your heart function properly, you know, it being accidentally deactivated could be a problem. Uh, so for this reason, it's recommended that those who do have pacemaker devices or any kind of implantable cardiac device likely should refrain from keeping this iPhone device near their heart, especially in a shirt pocket or a purse that you're hanging over your, your shoulder, it's probably best you stick to an iPhone 11 or maybe consider another device that doesn't have these strong magnets in them. Now, that being said, I actually use the iPhone 12 personally. I love it to death. And, uh, you know, I would consider taking a risk if I did have an panel device. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. Probably wouldn't be a safe thing to do. But the phone is fantastic. So if you are an iPhone user and you do have a pacemaker, you might want to be very careful and take heed to these warnings because, again, you know, a device that's deactivated could be very dangerous for the individual with the device. So, again, guys, pay, be safe out there. The American Heart Association has just published some amazing new findings in its flagship journal known as Circulation. A recent study was, was done that was actually 
where data was collected over the span of 30 years and it involved over 2 million adults. So needless to say, this is a very powerful, strong study. And the good thing is that it kind of, they've further you know, confirmed things that we have been promoting on this show since our inception uh, three years ago. And that is that diets rich in fruit and vegetables can help reduce the risk of numerous chronic health conditions that are definitely the leading causes of death, including cardiovascular disease, cancer, and stroke. So um, but despite the fact that we know that diets are rich, in, are rich in fruits and vegetables can lead to decreased death and decreased chronic disease, only one in 10 adults eat enough fruits and vegetables, it's believed, to you know, fit this criteria. So uh, because of this, you know, it's really kind of showed a glaring issue with the Western diet, and in this case, um, the uh, American diet, and letting people know that we are deficient in our fruit and vegetable content. Now, the study was unique because um, they looked at people who, who ate food, uh, especially fruits and vegetables, and it was recommended that four to five servings each of fruits and vegetables um, you know, can be effective as far as helping prevent chronic illness. Now, in this study, um, they looked at data from multiple studies and kind of compiled them. We call this a meta-analysis in the statistics world. And they look at multiple studies, they put them together, and they kind of put the numbers, which increases the power of the study as long as they're looking at similar data points. And so they looked at different studies, and they found that, you know, when they analyzed the data of these various studies, which totaled up to about 2 million different participants. Um, and this actually, sorry, I misspoke, was not only in America. It was actually taken from participants in various countries. I guess the study data involved different countries and a total of 29 countries um, all over the globe, actually. And they looked at, you know, studies that looked at kind of consumption of fruits and vegetables and analyzed those as far as how the patients did long term. And they found that, again, Intake of about five servings of fruits and vegetables daily was associated with the lowest risk of death. And uh, the risk was actually pretty significant. You had about, about a 13% lower risk of death from all causes, right? About a 12% lower risk of death from cancer and a 35% risk of lower risk of death from respiratory disease such as COPD. So it just shows the effectiveness of fruits and vegetables and, and from the antioxidants and the anti-inflammatory components of these uh, uh, to the nutrients and everything else in fruits and vegetables. It's, it's so beneficial to the body that it can actually help it prevent um, you know, basically prevent disease. So you definitely want to, I think, um, you know, appreciate that because, uh, again, fruits and vegetables have really been uh, a critical component of many of these diets that you see being, you know, kind of talked about here and there on various weight loss blogs. Because the reality is that fruits and vegetables are really the crux of any kind of nutritious diet because they are probably the most nutrient-dense foods you can get. And when we say fruits and vegetables now, this does not include like starchy vegetables like peas and corn and fruit juice and things like that. Potatoes, for instance, those aren't necessarily considered very, very nutritious vegetables. Uh, vegetables that are ideal include leafy green vegetables like spinach, lettuce, kale, uh, fruit like apples, oranges, you know, broccoli, things that are leafy greens that are rich in nutrients, um, you know, rich in beta carotene, vitamin C, Berries, especially, you know, I'm a big fan of berries, guys. Raspberries, blueberries, uh, strawberries, all of those are excellent, nutritious uh, fruits, and they have a lot of benefit and uh, a lot of great, great um, antioxidants and uh, anti cancer uh, 
compounds. So you want to definitely consider berries, greens, carrots, things that are no, shown to be nutritious and are extremely beneficial for overall health and wellness. So definitely consider this, guys, next time you're in the grocery store and you're thinking about buying more processed carbs and processed snacks, definitely get some fruits and vegetables to ensure or improve your chances of having a longer life. So I want to stress again the importance of eating your fruits and veggies. Again, mommy wasn't just talking smack when she said it as we were when we were kids. <laughs> there we go. So moving on, the importance of this thing kind of leads into the other point that we're going to talk about today. And that is the importance importance of fiber. And moving on, that leads into the other topic we want to talk about today, and that is the importance of fruits, or sorry, of, and moving on, that leads to the other point, important point we want to talk about today, and that is the importance of fiber in your diet. Now, fiber is something that has been, something we've preached about here as well at length, the whole show's been dedicated to it, but I want to do a quick addendum, just because of the importance of this new study that just came out that showed about how the importance of uh uh, fruits and vegetables can be to helping you reduce the chance of dying. Now, fiber, like we said before, is a very, very, uh, what we call a complex carbohydrate. But the unique thing about fiber is that it's a carbohydrate that's actually indigestible, meaning that your body will process it and will pass it right along from your mouth down to your anus. Now, we know that, in case you didn't know, I should tell you now, there's just one long tube that connects your mouth to your anus. The reason why that's important because you want this tube, right, for things to move as smoothly as possible to avoid issue. We all know that what happens if you get constipated, right? Food goes through, stops right here. You're just miserable for days and days. You're passing gas. You're embarrassing yourself in front of your other friends and family. You don't want to do that. Don't be that person. You know what I'm saying? Let me tell you how to avoid that. Keep your fiber content high. If you do, what's going to happen is this. Your body's going to thank you first. It's going to regulate itself in a more natural way. It's going to allow you to be more regular. That's the key with when it comes to fiber. It helps you stay regular, meaning you're going to have a bowel movement at the regular points of the day. Your body's going to kind of you get used to that rhythm, allow you to function better. You're going to feel better, burp less, fart less, and be a more pleasant person to be around. Don't you want that? I'm sure everyone wants that. So let me tell you how to do that. Increase your fiber. Now, the key is what is fiber? Now, we said fiber is something that's a complex carbohydrate that's found in food naturally. The key is you want to make sure you're consuming the right foods that have the amount of fiber that's going to make you regular. How do we do this? Well, we have to identify those foods that we know is going to be beneficial and stick to them. Now, of course, we just talked about it literally in the previous segment. Those key foods are going to be fruits and veggies for the most part. But there are the other there are other great foods as well that don't necessarily fall in those categories that also are excellent fiber sources. Now, there's two kinds of fiber. We have our soluble fiber, which is what we call the fiber that you typically can dissolve in water. These are considered, these are like oats, peas, beans, apples, uh, citrus fruits. These are, these are good because they can dissolve in water into a gel-like material. And it's believed that this soluble fiber is actually helpful in reducing cholesterol. So you, know, you want to eat a lot of oats. This is why I'm a big fan of oats because oats have been proven to reduce cholesterol, which in turn will reduce heart disease. So soluble fiber sources are really ideal for consumption. Oats is a great example of that. Peas and beans are other great examples. Now, insoluble fiber is a kind of fiber that promotes moving a material through the system. But again, your body doesn't really break it down. There's no real, you know, getting any kind of nutrition out of it. But it can help with, again, you know, it's constipation, people with irregular stools and things like that. Now, um, insoluble fiber sources include like whole wheat flour, 
wheat bran, you know, beans, vegetables. You know, cauliflower is also another source of insoluble fiber. Now, the good news is that insoluble fiber moves straight through, so it almost acts as like a lubricant for your intestine. So things move smoothly, can pass in, pass right out, and you won't have much discomfort during the um, during that process. Now, what are the main benefits of high fiber? Because again, in it, in the, now we did we said a big one, which is decreased chance of death. So that's a pretty big benefit if you ask me. But if you're someone who needs to be convinced because you think, you know, fiber ain't nothing that you need to be worried about and you need a more of a, uh, you know, <laughs> of, a, of a convincing, if you will, let's talk about it. Okay, fiber, why is it important? We already said one point, it normalizes bowel movements. Nothing worse than someone who's farting and pooping and burping and making a scene because they couldn't, you know what I'm saying, pass, you know, what was going on in their system, right? So have regular movements, Again, makes you pleasant around, makes, you know, you less, uh, you know, toxic, if you will, in the literal sense. <laughs> and you'll be able to, you know, do your thing. So you want that. Trust me. You don't want to be gassy. You don't want to be constipated. It's not fun. Second thing, right? Maintains bowel health, right? When you have a high fiber diet, things are moving smoothly. Things are passing through. That actually can reduce many different conditions, especially one condition that's been very, very deadly, colorectal bowel disease. It's believed that studies that are low in fiber will actually increase your risk of colorectal bowel cancer. Again, colorectal cancer is something that's not fun. If you have it, it's very, you know, a very difficult treatment process. So increasing that fiber content can be a great way to protect yourself from the risk of, of, of colorectal cancer. So, you know, bowel health is great, but avoiding cancer is, is even greater, in my opinion, because cancer can be very difficult to deal with once you, you've attained it. So preventative health is always best. High fiber is a great way to maintain preventative health of your colon. All right. Now, look, quickly, we're running to the end of the show here. I want to wrap this up. Also can lower your cholesterol. As we stated, um, soluble fiber sources like oats and whatnot can actually help once they get into your system, help actually reduce your cholesterol. It's believed that soluble fiber, like in beans and oats, flaxseed, oat bran, they can lower, again, total body cholesterol by lowering some of the low-density cholesterol, or what we call lipoprotein, the LDL cholesterol, which is considered the bad cholesterol. Lowers the levels of those cholesterols, which can overall reduce your body cholesterol, which, again, is going to be great for your heart, your brain, your cardiovascular system, and all the other parts that, you know, you know, benefit from that. So it's just a great, great thing to do for your body's overall health. It also can help control your blood sugar levels. Now, if you're someone who deals with diabetes and other sugar-related disorders, high fiber can help kind of slow up sugar absorption, kind of regulate sugar metabolism, and just keep you kind of more balanced. Because that's the key with, with if you have diabetes, you want to make sure your sugars aren't going to fly all over the place. They're kind of staying mid-level because it will aid your body's ability ability to manage those sugars. So you want to definitely do that. And let and ultimately it'll help you with that weight issue because fiber is one of the biggest components that's believed to help kind of modulate or affect your appetite. So if you're eating a high fiber diet, chances are you're gonna be full longer, you're gonna you're gonna stay full longer and you're not gonna have all the excess calories it would take to achieve that fullness. Especially with insoluble fiber sources where you're not actually absorbing that uh, a lot of those fibers. So it's actually a very relatively lower calorie option whilst while still giving you that fullness. So I'm a big proponent of, you know, fiber because it helps you stay full, which will help you eat less calories, which will overall help you lose weight or at least maintain a healthy weight. So fiber has just so many great benefits, and I really cannot recommend it more um, for many reasons we already stated. Uh, we even have a whole choice of, of a whole show on fiber. So, um, you know, and overall, you want to get good fiber. I already talked about them already, but just real quick. Best sources include whole grain products, fruits and vegetables. Okay, fruits and vegetables, uh, beans. Beans, beans are huge. Uh, beans is one of my favorites 
savory foods. It has so many nutritional op- um, uh, capabilities and it can be ta- cooked to be to taste very well. Um, so check out beans and different bean variety dishes. Nuts and seeds are also a good source of fiber as well for nutritious, soluble sources uh, of fiber. So again, um, so that's it for today's show, guys. I want to thank you guys for joining us to the uh, on the Health and Wellness Connection TV show. We are here broadcasting again live from Houston, Texas, and Afro Vibes TV studios. Please, guys, stick around. We have a lot of great content coming up, great music, great shows, uh, great entertainment, guys. You don't want to miss it. Download the app if you didn't do it already. You're going to be mad if you didn't because some great stuff coming up that I'm sure you don't want to miss. It's your host, Dr. Barry, host of the Afro Vibes television show. I will see you guys next week.